Chapter 17, Contributing Cause, Physical Activity. And I think Kevin and I might have somewhat differing opinions on this chapter. You want to start? I can. I can. I, I thought I thought it was decent. I thought it was... Um... Main takeaway, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And then we can kind of dive in. Main takeaway is, uh, again, this is a hamster wheel. There's a, there's a, a, a cycle that feedback cycle. feedback cycle, you don't get off this cycle. If you don't do the things that you need to do, you can exercise till you're blue in the face and not, not get where you need to be. Um, but the other aspect of that is you're not going to do the dietary things that you need to do without the exercise. So there is a, there is a feedback cycle that actually is pretty dynamic. I mean, we, we have our own gym and we do wellness with the gym and this, this just opened my brain, uh, quite a bit to how can we help people further? And, you know, one of that is, you know, that you gotta be dedicated to start. Yeah. I mean, especially we'll get into some of the stuff, but you gotta be dedicated to the, to the goal. Uh, and it's not just, oh, the goal is to be at the gym four days a week. That's not the goal. The goal is to overall health improvement. And we'll talk about how that occurs. Um, but yeah, the, he starts by basically saying that, uh, you know, a study of 1.2 million Americans found that those who exercise had 43% fewer days of poor mental health, even after controlling for physical and sociodemographic characteristics. The, the study found that any type of exercise was better than no exercise, uh, but that the largest types were seen in team sports, cycling, aerobic, and gym activities. The optimal dose was 45 minutes, three to five times per week. So he said, all right, if you stop there, oh, exercise is important. He goes, yeah, but it gets deeper than this. So that's my opening. That, that's all? That, that's it for so far. <laughs> no, it's, um, I think that that was, you're, you're alluding to kind of, he paints the picture that you can find a study that tells you pretty much whatever outcome you want, that this study over here says exercise matters, this study over here says it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, I think my biggest takeaway was he's, I think, trying to point back to that the common pathway is the mitochondria. Right. And, um, But mitochondria benefit from exercise. But mitochondria also benefit They from- may benefit from but mitochondria also benefit from diet and other things and other factors. In, like, in fact, some things may absolutely block the exercise. That was any. Okay. Let's get and, into that. So, yeah. So he, he named several studies. We won't go into all the different studies, but he, he said that basically, um, uh, sometimes when they, they factored for different, um, socioeconomic type Factors level the ceteris paribus. Yeah, all things equal. All things equal. Well, excuse me. made me laugh one, but when when they accounted for all these different things, that exercise didn't have um, a benefit, right? So to to mental health and well, uh, and mental he, illness. He says that to your point of you know three to four days, forty five minutes. He's like you know for the person who reads that study, goes out does the right thing from an exercise physical activity standpoint, but they see no benefit, they, it, that's beyond frustration. They, they're not only frustrated, but they're set back. Well, I was just talking with Dimitri five minutes ago, and he says there is a gentleman that comes to one of the classes that are in our gym, and 
gentleman starting to get frustrated at he's here four or five times a week and he's not seeing the results. But he's the gentleman has also said that when he is not here, his diet goes goes to hell. What result is he looking for? Is it is it mental health? It's it, it's 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 physical overall metabolic health. The guy wants to improve, wants to not be depressed, wants to you know. There's there's a bunch that's yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty important. Um, so I guess that the terms that he used was uh, he he actually made a statement. And otherwise healthy people, it's known that exercise can improve metabolic health. So that's the kicker. Otherwise healthy people. So there's your feedback loop. You got to, you got to, you got to have credit to get credit. Right. And if you're not otherwise healthy, your exercise is going to have a diminished return. Yeah. He used several, several words, uh, reverse causation, interrelated feedback loop, you know, so, so, he, um, yeah, he mentions one reason maybe insulin's Insulin resistance. Well, so that's what I, I was going to move kind of to the next block. He, he says, so why don't treatment studies consistently show a benefit? And he gets into a few of them. The first one being insulin resistance. Yeah. So, and, and we're not, I mean, I, it's, it's ins, insulin resistance is when obviously when your body is not able to take the insulin and deposit it to the muscles where it needs to go. So it makes sense that insulin resistance is not fueling muscle, muscles, not fueling metabolism. It's not blocks the benefits. Of exercise. Blocks the benefits of exercise. So if you're type two diabetic and you're doing nothing, or you're you are have insulin resistance and you're doing nothing to improve your diet and become less insulin resistance, you can work out to your blue in the face. Yep. So the next one was. Um, other substances and lifestyle factors. So that for, you know, from there it kind of alludes to, um, you know, if you're an athlete, you understand that you need a proper diet, you need to get good sleep, um, you need to refrain from alcohol and drug use. Um, so he, he points to those things as, you know, you can exercise till you're blue in the face, but if you're doing these things, you're drinking a bottle of wine at night. Right. Right. Bad news. Next one was medications. And again, I would have put this in the last chapter under drugs. But he's putting it here. But uh, but he's picking on specifically diabetes. Yeah, so it was probably uh, more metformin. metformin, which is one of the more popular uh, diabetic drugs. Uh, he basically says, as you know, some psych, psych, psychiatric medicines, especially the antipsychotic, are known to cause serious metabolic disturbances. So, um, again, if you're on a type two diabetes drug like metformin, you are less likely until you change the diabetic outcome, you are less likely to get the benefits of exercise, both in the brain and metabolically. Which can be so frustrating. You know, I, I met with a lady recently that, um, she had been diagnosed type two diabetic for some time. Um, she couldn't do anything about it, you know, so she thought. And, um, she, she knew my mother. My mother was like, Hey, talk, talk to, talk to Siri. Hello. Siri wants to talk to you. Sorry. They're always listening. I do that to spam callers. I just make them sit, I mute it. So they sit and talk to themselves. But, uh, uh, so anyways, my mother points this lady to me and I, I, I just kind of explained to her, I, I had her give me a food list of what she was eating and I explained to her the carbs that were in it and. 
you know, how to reduce that, how to change that. And she, she was excited. She actually texted me like a day or two later, you know, first time my blood sugar has been in control in three years. Right. Da, da, da. Um, so about, I don't know, two weeks or a month go by and I send her a text. I said, how you doing? Hey, looking for an update. And she said, it proved to be too difficult. I couldn't do it. And I just, I, I, I don't know where you go from there. When you see the benefits of basically a low carb diet and she shunned it and I, I don't understand. That. Was she still exercising or was she exercising at all? That's where I think the benefits are. That's where I, you can't, in my opinion, go on a, a, a change, a lifestyle change like that, one without the other. They are absolutely collaborative in nature. The diet helps the exercise and the exercise helps the diet. Yeah. And, and just having support, which I found strange because she did say her husband was absolutely loving it. He was not eating any more carbs. Um, so it seems like she probably had the support, you know, assuming that's a healthy relationship. I don't know. Some people have those. I mean, he wasn't the one who needed to make the change. He probably didn't have as much addiction when it comes to the sugar that she does. Yeah, I don't know. You know maybe. 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 Okay. Um, so anyways, I, I didn't mean to go down that, but... Yeah, he says towards the end here, the bigger challenge is getting people who are metabolically compromised to follow through with an exercise routine. They lack energy and motivation. Their metabolism, the metabolism is doing this to them. So he's trying to like, all right, you are a little bit of a victim, but you also can control some of that. Yeah. So, I mean, he pretty much wraps it up. He said, it's not their fault. Right. You know, I mean, you're... You know, well, that's where I said they walk in in hand. In my opinion, like I, I know the old rule is, you know, it, you know, weight loss is ninety percent diet and ten percent exercise. I would, I would, after reading this chapter, I'm sitting here going, that's eh, not so true. I mean, yes, you can lose weight on diet alone without exercising, but if you want to create a long term sustained plan, you need to exercise as well. There it is. There it is. There it is, Jerry. I don't know about that. I don't know. No, we have this friendly debate all the time. Um, I'm just a big believer that the Western diet is causing so much of our problems. And I do believe exercise is important, very important. Um, I just think that, you know, we're running around in the rain without an umbrella and wondering why we're getting wet. You know, it's, um, it seems so obvious to me. And, but anyways, um, yeah, he kind of wraps it up, you know, pointing to the physical activity and its um, importance in metabolic health and therefore mitochondria. Important in removing substances that are harmful to your mitochondria. And I guess going back to my initial summary of it, um, I think the main takeaway for me is for this to be effective, you got to have these things kind of good. Whether it's sleep, whether it's diet, whether it's um, medications, drugs, alcohol, whatever, you kind of have to be balanced over here. Or else, it sounds like according to some of the data, this really may not have, that you literally may be blocked from affecting the mitochondria. 
Yeah. Not that not that exercise doesn't have benefits outside of that, but the mitochondrial part, you know. Which is important to sustaining the regime. Interrelated. Interrelated. It's like a good um, West Virginia family. Oh, Scott, you just pissed off. I'm kidding. 149th of our audience. My mother is from <laughs> West Virginia. That's uh, um, for real. Uh, coal miners, my family used to be. So now you're buttering up. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. So, Heather's going to yell. All right, guys. That, that's it for chapter 17. I got to tell you, I'm really looking forward to chapter 18. Did you read the title? I like it. I don't know where he's going to go with it, but it's love, adversity, and purpose in life. Um, so that should be exciting. So thank you for tuning in. Questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you. 